remember how we I don't know you had decided to do was, for us. I was thinking about saying, can you hear my stomach? Man, it feels so good to be back. We're back. I love being on camera, so this has been like quite the quite the hiatus. Yeah, it felt like forever since I've even seen you. Because yeah. I usually see you so often. Yeah. Well, first, welcome to the wardrobe. This is the Who You Know podcast. I'm Ryland Deemer. And I'm Elisa Wilde. And we are back from vacation. We are back from Holiday. being we're back to reality. Yeah. Whoops, there goes gravity. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? It's been I, a long time. Yeah, but I feel like renewed or rejuvenated and mm -hmm. ready to go again. I think like, so. I it's think good so. to have a little break. Yeah. Hopefully it was okay with you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it felt like, I mean, we were on such like a, a weekly cadence for a while. And yep. sometimes even recording like two episodes in one weekend. So I think to have like a vacation from our day jobs and a vacation from this, it felt really good to kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. Get the energy back. Yeah. Even, so that's what I mean. Even like going back into life at a normal pace feels a lot better. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. So I I think we made the right call in stepping away for what like a month was it three weeks? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Three or four weeks. Yeah. So might have made it four because I got sick. Well, I so, got sick too. Yeah. So. And we were like we both shoulder that burden. Like flip flopping yeah. vacation and the sickness. I guess. So, yeah, all of it was kind of like butting up, like back to back to back, vacation sickness, vacation sickness. Yeah, glad it's over. Well, hopefully the sickness season is over. <laughs> we never know. So where did you go on vacation? Well, we went to Vegas first, and that was like Dan's birthday weekend. Mm -hmm. So I bought him like music festival tickets, and because two, well... Originally, it was like three of his favorite artists out of his like top five, probably. Were you thinking performing. of going to that Travis Scott show? So even before the Travis Scott thing happened, we weren't really gonna go anyway. But that was because we'd already seen him at a different music festival, and okay. we weren't we weren't super impressed. And I figured if we have something else to do that night, then let's do it. Mm -hmm. But if we don't, then we might as well stay for it. But then when that happened, we're like. Should we? Shouldn't we? I don't know. I still don't think we would have gone because we ended up doing something else that night anyway, because then he actually canceled. And then Post Malone yeah. was the new headliner that night. And we also have seen Post Malone. So we were, we were really like, no, we're not going anyway. So then we did something else that night instead. I feel like Post, Post is Malone. a pretty big upgrade from That's what Travis a lot of people Scott were to... saying. Yeah. And like just after seeing both of them. I feel like Travis Scott might have been a more entertaining performer, mm -hmm. but Post Malone, I feel like I would know way more songs and be able yeah. to like have more fun. But also Post Malone is a very boring, I don't want to say boring entertainer, but it's just him on the stage walking back and forth. And that's all oh, that happens. Really? Yeah. I don't know if that's what happened at the music festival because we didn't go to he that He strikes me as such but... like a character. Yeah. And like we saw him on tour, so it was just like his tour mm -hmm. and that's all that happened was like there was a long stage and he just would either sit on a stool singing or like walk up and down the stage there's no like extra extraness to his performance yeah. which is what is something that i really like when i go to concerts so but we saw some other really good people also who 
Tyler the Creator. Oh, cool. He was really good. And like it is just him up there, but he does like a great job of performing. I don't know how to explain it, but he really gets mm-hmm. the crowd entertained. Like engaged and entertained, maybe. And then Doja Cat I really liked. Um Nice. I don't know like a lot of her songs. I feel like I know two or three of her like singles, but she was just really fun too with the crowd. But she also had like dancers and whatnot, which makes it cool. Kendrick Lamar someone who Dan really liked. We had a fun night before that concert, so I feel like I didn't pay attention to the concert as much. I was just, like, there for mm. the experience. Um, and I don't know Kendrick Lamar's songs that well, but, like, he also was a really good performer, and he had a, he hasn't made music in, like, gosh, I'm going to not know the number of years. I want to say, like, three or four years. Mm. He hasn't made new music, so he did, like, all of his discography. It seemed like like a little bit of each album of the past four albums or something. So. That's kind of cool. It was really cool. And I would guess, like, after this tour, he's probably going to go back to the studio or something. Well, yeah. I don't remember him saying this, but Dan said that he said, there's a surprise coming soon type thing. So he might have new music soon. I don't know what you guys have heard, but (laughs) that's all I know. Let us know. (laughs) Got the inside scoop. (laughs) Speaking of the comment section, uh, there are a lot of comments out there that we still haven't addressed yet. We know it's on our priority list. And now that we're back in action, we will get back to you. So... Thank you so much for all the love that we've received while we've been away. Yeah, I had multiple it. people tell me that they've been missing the podcast, and um, obviously all the comments are really appreciated as well. So, you know, thank you all. It means a lot, yeah. But yeah, so we are in Vegas for five days, mm-hmm. which is a really long time. I would not go just for Vegas for five days, but because we had the music festival, it helped to fill it up. And then we went to Zion National Park for five days, which is in southern Utah. I don't know, like, anything about Zion National Park. So, when I picture Utah, do you have, like, a picture of Utah in your head? Uh, I have, like, a geographical overhead <laughs> picture of Utah in my like head, where as you Utah? Ask me. Well, like, when I think of Utah, <clears throat> I think I'm thinking of, like, Moab, where Arches National Park, where, like, it's all this red rock, and it's just, like, barren desert rock land. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But Zion National Park is very different, and I did not know that going in. And I feel like that was a good thing. It's like a canyon, which I also didn't know. And I'm not used to canyons because I've never been over there to where Mm. all the canyons are. So basically all of our hikes we do are like straight up and straight down, which is really hard. Um, And I was sick during this. And so I feel like it made it harder, but it would still have been really hard. Um, Like the hardest one we did was Angel's Landing, which was like an amazing view when you get to the top. But I took so many breaks because we're just going straight up for two and a half miles. And then straight down. Yeah. And and you thought it might be COVID, but. Yeah. Well, like the only thing that I didn't think it was COVID is because I had white spots on my throat. And Mm -hmm. so that was like the one thing where I was like, I don't know. But I still got tested when I got back. Twice. Yeah. (laughs) But I also thought I had a nightmare. So like my tonsils were white. They hurt so bad that I had a nightmare one night because I was in so much pain that I was going to have to go to the hospital in the morning in Utah and get my tonsils removed. But that did not happen. That was just a dream. But and they got better after that day. (laughs) Okay. So it just like naturally went away. And so, yeah, the doctor said I probably didn't have strep because it went away on its own. And there's a Nine million other viruses that cause a white throat, Mm. and so that's probably what I had. It ended up being okay. I got better throughout the trip, but then I got a cough at the end, which made it worse, and that's when I thought, what if it's COVID? And I was nervous because I came back right before Thanksgiving because I was going to see family, and I did not want COVID and miss out on Thanksgiving. So, yeah, got my tests in before Thanksgiving. (laughs) Hiking, though, I wanted a hiking trip. 
And I got my hiking trip, and I was pretty happy. And how long were you at the Moab? Is that what it's called? Nope, I went to Zion. Zion, yeah. Yep. How long were you at Zion? So we stayed there for five nights, I think, but we only went into the park for three days. Wow, so you did five days in Vegas and five days or nights hiking. at Zion. Wow, that's a trip. Yeah, I told Dan I would it's never do them back too. to back. It was a great balance because 10-day vacation seems like you it gets old and annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, But when you split it up between two very different types of vacations, it made it seem perfect. I yeah. don't know. But I also Big would not city, do them back to back. Yeah. And then like but nature, like, camping. In Vegas, we're going to bed at like 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. every night. <laughs> and then in Utah, we're waking up at like 7 a.m. every day. So it was a very hard switch from late nights to early morning hiking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so it's hard to switch over, but also it's easy because they were both great trips. I feel like it might be easier to do the hiking and then the Vegas. I would agree. I don't I was trying to think because we were pretty sore after hiking, too. Mm-hmm. But I think that'd be OK going yeah. around Vegas. I mean, Vegas is a lot of walking. It can right. be. We took the bus sometimes, which was a mistake one night. That was your first time in Vegas, right? Yes. Nice. Yep. Have you been to Vegas? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, um, so my wife and I, before we were married, uh, it might've even been before we were, no, it was after we were dating for sure. Um, but before we were married, the two of us went with two of our coworkers that we, we went on all these like trips together with. So like the four of us were like always together. Yep. And we took this great trip to Vegas as a farewell to one of those four. Because she was moving back to Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that also the same person you went to the wedding for? It is. So I went to um, a wedding, I think two, three weeks ago. It was one of my vacations. And uh, it was me and my wife. And we flew to Mexico City and then took an Uber to Xochitlpec. Which is a, it's a town that's like an hour and a half or two hours south from Mexico City. Okay. And it's, it's basically like 80, like low 80s in temperatures, Fahrenheit, Sounds like great. all year round. And lots of people like go there to get married because I've got like really nice wedding venues. Yeah. So we went there for, you know, the four, our little gang of four, like one of them uh, was one of the ones getting married. And then the, the fourth person was also there. So it was nice to like reunite oh, with everyone. Cool get to like reconnect and spend some time with um, them and and the groom as well is like a super cool guy you know we love all of them and it was just like such a good experience i had also never been to a mexican wedding before and so like it was cool like seeing some of the traditions there and a lot of it's very similar to like a you know like a wedding that we would have in the united states but there were some traditions that were like different so at one point during the the wedding what's it called ceremony or reception reception yeah (laughs) at the reception the bride and the groom stand on chairs facing each other right but like with like a gap in between them so people can walk between and they each have a bottle of tequila and the rest of like everyone at the wedding walks in between the bride and groom and gets tequila poured into their mouth as they walk through but then like there's like a game involved as well where like the the women at the reception want to try to knock the groom off of his chair and the guys at the reception are there to defend the (laughs) groom 
So like me and I don't know, it was maybe like a dozen other guys formed this like protective barrier around the groom's chair while like the women would like walk through and get the tequila poured in their mouth. And then they, they would form these little like raiding parties that would like oh charge gosh. at the groom and we'd have to like check the women to like knock them away. That sounds uh, fun. Yeah, so that that goes on for, for a bit until, like, it, it became clear that, like, they weren't going to knock him down. And then the whole game kind of reset itself. And then it was, like, the people who were defending the groom kept defending the groom. And the people, like, everyone at the reception kept going through and getting tequila poured in their mouths. But now it was, like, the guys going through that were, like, forming the oh raiding parties to knock the groom over. So, so that everyone still got their tequila. Yeah. That's the important part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Were there any other traditions you can think of? Well, yeah, so one thing that was kind of stand out is they go so late. Like, oh, really? Yeah, we, so we, we were staying, like, in hotel rooms that were at the wedding venue, and I think we left the party at, like, 2 or 2.30 in the morning oh, to, like, go back to our room, and the music's still, like, thump, thump, thump. And... <laughs> I guess the reception kept going until like 5 a.m. Oh my God. Like it just kept going. Wow. And that's pretty standard, I guess. Okay. Uh, so, you know, impressive like capabilities there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Playing the whole weekend around the wedding. And then there were some other things too, like during the wedding ceremony itself, um, which was completely in Spanish. So I wasn't mm. able to like track everything verbally, but there were some like things that they were doing with. Props isn't the right word, but like uh, different things during the ceremony that I, I wasn't used to seeing in the States. One thing that was similar is they did like a unity candle kind of thing. Okay, yep. Um, With the pouring, I said, oh, I'm thinking of pouring the sand. No, you use like the two candles to light the one okay. candle thing. And they also did, um, I don't know if this is like a Mexican tradition or, or, or what, but it was like one long chain that they kind of draped across the shoulders of both bride and groom together, kind of looked like it was kind of like tying them together. Mm -hmm. And then that chain had like a cross dangling oh. from it, like in the middle. Okay. So yeah, little, little neat things like that, that I hadn't like seen before that I thought were yeah like pretty cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Like at first when you said you were going to a wedding in Mexico, I imagined it was like a destination wedding right. that people do, but then, yeah, I didn't realize that it was going to be like a traditional yeah wedding so yeah, that's so, really cool to experience yeah exactly um i think i i appreciate seeing like the authentic experience of of like the mexican wedding which is something that like yeah i'm probably not going to get too many opportunities to see in my lifetime right yeah i just like experiencing different cultures and how they yeah. do things but i mean the best part was definitely seeing my friends and seeing everyone so happy and um then we actually got to spend uh, so we went to, like, a resort, like, in the same town okay. uh, for the next day and night. Uh, and we got to hang out with the bride and the groom there and just, you know, get to relax and connect with them. And um, then we made some other friends there, too. Like, I mean, it was just, like, a back-to-back -back great experience. Yeah. And also really nice to have, like, a day to kind of relax and chill, enjoy some time swimming and stuff. Oh. Like, after the wild party the day yeah, before didn't even think of swimming yeah it's so cold recently mm, it was nice to get away from the the temperatures here sounds nice and then that was your most recent vacation mm -hmm. right so then 
Did we talk about your other one before that? Oh, wow. It really has been a long time <laughs> since we recorded. So, yeah, we also took a trip to Chicago um, because uh, two of our good friends there were renewing their wedding vows. Yeah. So they had gotten married during the pandemic. And, of course, you know, at that time, they couldn't have, like, a reception and, like, people to celebrate and all that. Nope. Um, so they just did, like, a small thing. And this was this was basically like a wedding reception for them, okay. But also a Halloween party, so that was cool. So like everyone dressed up, and we had like a big dance party, and got to spend a lot of time just like chilling and you know drinking and yep. Yeah. So you saw Rylan's costume from last episode, and this whole time, like I've been coming over to his house. And Chen has not told us what her Halloween costume was because she was keeping it a surprise. But what was it? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it was a surprise to me until, like, she put it on in the <laughs> hotel room. So I had no idea. Um, but I, I was, like, the Doge King, and yeah. I had, like, my diamonds and stuff. She had a full-body diamond suit that she oh, wore. wow. It was bonkers. Is there a picture I can see later? Yeah, I'll show you later. Sweet. Um, it was super cool, though. That's awesome. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It was like a surprise add-on to your costume. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It ended up being like a couple's costume. Yeah. Totally unexpected. So I, I thought that was super cool. That I is was really thrilled. cool. Yeah. That's a cool idea. Was it like, was it themed really well? Like decorations were all Halloween mm-hmm. and everything? Yeah, That's they had really like cool. a projector going with like spooky, not spooky films, I guess, but it was like animations cool. that were just kind of like oh. spooky. And yeah, it felt very like old fashioned in, in its execution. Cool. And um, they had a DJ who was awesome. It's actually a DJ who uh, he played at like another one of our friend's weddings in Chicago. Okay. And he's very good. So it was great to see him again. Cool. Lots of. Lots of Halloween treats and cupcakes oh, and yeah. tacos. It, it was just like a super good time. Yeah. Can't forget the tacos. Yeah, a couple a couple small vacations back to back. We we weren't gone for like a long stretch. I think both of those trips we were gone like three or four days each yeah. of them. And then, you know, working otherwise. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and then you well, yeah, I'm you recently saw your family. We already talked about that, but like, did that kind of replace Thanksgiving then? Because you stayed home for Thanksgiving, right? So, I like I basically never go home for Thanksgiving. Okay. I I prefer to go home for Christmas, and I think trying to do like Christmas and Thanksgiving, traveling as far as it is to go see my family would be a lot. Yep. Um. So we tend to do a friendsgiving. Almost every year. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and we like to open it up to anyone who's like living in our area who also isn't able to go home to their family. This year, we hosted it yet again, and I think we had seven people total, including me and my wife. Okay, yeah. Which is, it's kind of like the perfect amount to right. have like a nice party feel without it like kind of overwhelming the space. Yep. So um, we had like a smoked turkey, and I carved wow. a turkey for the first time, and it looks perfect. And I'm definitely going to put the picture in the episode, so Sweet. I hope you're all enjoying a picture of a turkey right now. <laughs> oh, what else we had? Oh, we had like a charcuterie board that arrived like in the early afternoon, so I guess that arrived early could like oh. you know nibble on things while we we waited for dinner. Uh, we had like this 
awesome uh, potato dish that like caramelized around the edges and it's just like so perfect. Brussels sprouts and and then like all the guests brought something to share yep. and everyone brought like really fantastic stuff. So we had like maybe I shouldn't try to name everything because I know I'm going to leave something off. But we had like um, one guest brought like this really awesome kale salad oh, wow. and then three guests bought the or brought these uh wonderful desserts so we had like a we had like a chocolate mousse and we had a caramel flan and we had a apple pie with ice cream i think i'll be buying dessert later today (laughs) that sounds so good two guests brought bottles of wine like it was just it was such a good time yeah and we also like so a few of the guests were uh, co-workers of ours And then we also invited two friends over who we were getting to know, like, before the pandemic started. And then, you know, everything kind of shut down. And like a lot of people, I think we we all just stopped communicating. Yeah. And so kind of on a whim, I texted them and I was like, hey, are you guys still, like, living in the area? Do you want to come to this Friendsgiving? And they were like, yes, we do. And yes, we do. And so they came over and it was so great, like reconnecting with them and uh, just like getting that chemistry, like going again. It was just like a wonderful night and everyone was really vibing with each other. And yeah, I think people started coming over at like three o'clock ish. And then it kept going until (laughs) I want to say shortly after midnight. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds really fun. Which is good. Yeah. I think, okay, so my favorite moment of, <laughs> of the entire party was when me and two of the other guests, I, I was kind of like, I was doing a, a whiskey vibe check, like, hey, <laughs> you in the mood? You in the mood for some whiskey? And I found a couple takers, and the, the three of us, like, went over to, like, the whiskey corner, and we just, I don't know, there's something about, like, having that whiskey companionship like the conversation was just on. Uh, you're yeah. just like you guys are huddled in the corner mm-hmm. with your whiskey. Oh. Yeah, smoking yeah. and drinking alone, and <laughs> no, we weren't smoking. But you know, it's that vibe, that nice like. There's like a heaviness to the whiskey that I think brings out some good conversation. Yeah, I don't have. The, well, I have wine. I feel like I can do that with wine. Yeah. I just. After my exam, this is a side tangent, but after my exam, I was like, I'm going to buy like six bottles of wine so I can just have wine on, like always available. And I'm going to buy different ones so I can see what I want that week or whatever, however long the do bottle you do, lasts. Do you but do red and white? No, I really only like red, hmm. but... Bring it in. But I am going to order one bottle of white. I haven't given a high five in like years. That felt weird. I give Dan a lot of high fives. <laughs> Gotta do a lot of high fives when the Eagles or the Sixers are doing oh, something okay. good. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I like. I'm gonna buy a bottle of white, mostly because I feel like it's lighter on the palate, and it doesn't stain my teeth when I drink it. So mm. I want to be able to like it. So I'm gonna see if I can try different kinds and see if I actually like one. So I don't but... like a lot of white wines, but I'll make a recommendation for one that I have enjoyed. Okay. Um, find a Spanish Albarino. Alberino. Okay. Yeah. I feel like there's a grocery store I really like around here that has a lot of wine. So yeah. I'm sure they have it because they have a Spanish section. I'm pretty sure. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. I'll do that. This week I only ordered three. So I still have a couple more to start my collection of wine. So you're just like ordering? Is this a, well, it's, it's like a wine club or? No, I'm not doing that. I'm just ordering it from the grocery store. But a lot of times places have like 10% off if you buy six or more. 
So I was going to do that, but then I didn't see that deal this week. So I only bought three. Okay. But maybe next week I'll buy six more. I'll be stocked for the holiday season. Cool. (laughs) I can bring one everywhere I go. I'm excited to drink wine after my exam. I don't know why. I want to go to wine tastings too. Did you want to talk about your exam at all or do you want to leave it in the past? Well, at this point, it's kind of like I don't know what happened. So, yeah, it's like, I don't know. When do you get results? Middle of January, like maybe first Mm. or second week of January. So stay tuned. I have fingers crossed that would have been my last exam, but we'll see. I I don't know how to feel. Yep. Mm. (laughs) It's just how it is. That's how it is with every exam, though. Yeah. But I don't feel confident, but I also don't feel terrified. Right. I don't know if that's the right word, but... It's always nice to be done, though, either way. Mm-hmm. That's what... Yeah. I have time for wine. I have time for family, friends. It feels good. And, like, every time I finish an exam, I want to start, like, a bunch more new hobbies. Yeah. And then, so far, I haven't been able to start any because I'm like, I don't know how to do this. And then I don't have the drive to, like, learn how to do whatever I want to do. But I'm trying. I started a book. I never finished oh. my books though. So now the goal is to finish. What are you reading? The Hobbit. No way. Well, so have I, you read it before? No, Dan has, oh, and so that's why I took his book. But what happened was, like, I started reading a book and I didn't like it at all. So then I was kind of stuck. And we went to a bookstore last weekend, and I didn't see anything I really wanted. And so then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna read your book, The Hobbit. Mm. So. I'm only like two chapters in, but it's easy read. So I think I'll finish it. I think it is an easy read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a lot of fun though. Yeah. I'm excited. Like I like it a lot so far. That reminds me of like another thing I like a lot, but uh, yeah, you- I feel like we got a lot of tangents. <laughs> yeah. That's fine though. This is our, this is our back to back to the podcast episode. Right. We th- can take it wherever we want. I think of it as like a catching up episode, yeah. but yeah, we just started mayor of Easttown. What is it's that? on HBO. It's actually set in like, it's like a the East Coast, Phila- like not Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. Um, it is a series, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's only like seven episodes, I think. Maybe, yeah. But we watched two, and now I'm hooked. And like, we watched them like two days ago, and now that's all I want to do in my free time. But I have to wait until Dan is free too. It's so hard. It's good so far for two episodes. <laughs> What's the? What would you describe the show as? So like a like thriller? a crime yeah excuse okay. me it's a crime thriller so like the main character is a detective okay. like in the police force cool yeah not like Sherlock Holmes detective I mean honestly I don't even know who Sherlock Holmes is I've never seen or read anything <laughs> get out of town no I guess I can't compare things to him because I don't know what he is so it's really good so far I mean they have to pack a lot into each episode which is what I think makes it so good. A lot of things happen mm-hmm. at once. I recommend it so far. Okay. <laughs> Two episodes. <laughs> we started Wheel of Time on Amazon Some, Video. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what is that one. So Wheel of Time is a it's a it's a book series that is very good, but also like really long fantasy novels. Like the first one feels very Lord of the Rings, but then as as you get like further into the books, it maybe feels a little more like Game of Thrones. Like, okay. it, yeah, actually, if you were to blend like Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones, that's maybe like kind of the vibe. Um, and it's a series. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, they just released. Uh, they released like the first two or three episodes of season one, like okay. to start, and now they're going to be releasing like 
a new episode every Friday. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 We just finished Ted Lasso and they were releasing them every Friday, but that's really good too. I was looking on Etsy for some Christmas ornaments for it because what I like to do is each year buy like an ornament that describes the year. What's Ted Lasso? It's so good. It's like about a soccer team Mm. and Ted Lasso is the coach. And it's just like a very happy, feel-good show about this team. Okay. I guess I would say it's almost like a sitcom because there's no like start and end of the story, but it's so good. Still. It's kind of like every episode is like a self-contained. Yeah. yeah I mean, okay. you still want to understand the other episodes. Right. I think you would have to watch them versus like Friends. I feel like you can jump in, but there's still an underlying theme that you might not catch up on things. Or pick up on things, but for Ted Lasso, mm-hmm. you might want to watch it a little more in order. But there, like I said, there's no like beginning and end. It's kind of just like the season starts and ends okay. for soccer, but it's really good. Uh. Yeah, catching up on a lot of media mm-hmm. post exam is nice. Oh, yeah. Okay. So while we're on the topic of media, every year in December, I I put out like my game of the year, my video oh. game of the year, like. I- I feel like I kind of remember seeing that yeah. on Facebook or something. It's important to me. I don't know who else really pays attention to it, but like it's really important to me to like kind of designate like this is my game of the year. Yeah. 2021 has been a monumental struggle for me to find a game that I actually think is like not worth it, but like um because I've played a lot of good games this year. Okay. But there hasn't been a game that's really like knocked my socks off or like really took me to like a new level of like thought about something or or showed me something in my own life like no game this year has done that for me yet and so i've been like playing a lot recently to try to like get through like multiple (laughs) other games to try to find something that's like you know going to be my game of the year well, how many games have you played up to this point for 2021? If you had to guess, ballpark? So, like 10? So, what I'm going to do is I'm not going to answer you right now. Okay. Um, but what I'm going to do is I think, like, I'm going to put on the screen how many. I'm going to have to tally it up. Okay. Because, no, it's not 10. It's probably closer to, like, 40. Wow. Um, Which is... I don't know. It's surprising to me. That doesn't mean I've completed 40 games. It means I've played them enough to know what I think about them. Okay. Yeah. But, I I mean, it might be 50. It might be 30. I don't know. I'm excited to see this tally number. Yeah. Right there. Right there. (laughs) Uh, I'll put it right here. (laughs) Yeah. It's a lot. uh, But within any given year, I'll probably roll credits on, like, five or six games. Okay. Um I, I think it's a lot. If a game like gets me to the point where I'm rolling credits, it means that it's probably a very good game. And there have been a couple of those this year, but yeah, I like to pick a game that like shows me something about like where the video game industry is going, okay. or shows me something about my life that I hadn't considered before, yep. or teaches me some lesson, or you know, any number of these like impactful things yeah and more than just a game yeah exactly uh i don't think there's been a more than just a game this year there's been a couple that have been like super fun which is great 
and there've been there's been one that was like really surprising to me but I felt like it didn't go far enough. We'll see. I'm I'm is, playing a lot right now to try to like find something, but if not, I know what I'm I'm going to pick. But. Okay. I was going to say if there is if it ends up being a not great. I was going to ask if you would have one in the end or yeah, just I, not. I'll always have one. Okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. What I so so far, I mean, this will be my third time doing it in March, but like for each year that Dan and I have dated, I've been trying to find an album that describes our like year together. That's so he beautiful likes albums. and cute. <laughs> he oh likes my albums. God. And it's already November and I'm trying to think and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have one yet. And usually by now I know like what he's kind of listened to during the year and like what we've listened to, but... Does it have this to be an album? Harder. Does it have to be an album that released during that year, or can it be like any album? It can be any album, but it's usually one that like either we or he listens to and loves a lot that year. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, last year I did Dua Lipa because we loved her new album, like both of us did. But the year before that was a Tyler the Creator album that did come out that year, but like he listened to that album like nonstop, mm-hmm. so I knew he would like it. This year, I don't know what I'm doing yet. But I luckily, I have like three more months to figure it out, but I don't know. So I'm kind of in the same boat of my struggle to Yeah, that's tough too if you're one. like kind of dependent on what's being listened to in your house. That's why I do kind of have an idea of something. It might not kind of describe the year. It might just be something he's really wanted for a long time. Now he probably knows what that is, so I'll make sure he doesn't listen to this. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, stop him from listening to the episode. Yeah. Audrey, you're very cute, but you're taking up... A good thirty percent of the the camera view space. Oh, so I I we got we got um we took like multiple uh, forking paths in this conversation. Yes. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. So, like I said, I was kind of sick and I was nervous beforehand because I was seeing my uncle. I probably only seen him once since COVID, and my grandma the same way. I've only seen her once since COVID, and then my great aunt who's the oldest of the of them. They're not like related, so I don't want to say of the three. And I haven't seen her at all since COVID. And so like my great aunt and my grandma are sisters and they're like two years apart and they're probably like 90, 92. And I was very nervous. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it ended up being good and I really enjoyed seeing them all. Like, yeah, it was good to have everyone together. And it was kind of weird. Like we've never really had a Thanksgiving with that side of the family with my grandma and my great aunt so that was fun to have them included this year and i feel like i always have thanksgiving with my uncle so that's why i really enjoyed seeing him again but yeah having the two together too was fun but like my uncle comes in from a different town so he was in town all weekend too which was nice like how many people were at the event (laughs) so that was three on top of our family of four and then dan so eight nice yeah cool it was good and of course my mom did an excellent job she always i mean we usually have like our traditional foods and we pretty much had everything so it was good you like are you like a turkey family or a ham family or a both or both yeah Ooh. we do turkey and ham <laughs> it's because my sister and i really like ham my sister mm. will probably say she likes the ham gravy I don't know if you've had gravy yeah so like if you make gravy out of the juices of like the turkey and the ham Separately, the ham gravy is so good. Turkey gravy is good, but like ham gravy is, oh. It does sound good. I And then we have ham again for Christmas. So like we like ham a lot. 
Something we haven't had in a long time is we would have duck often at Thanksgiving, too. Duck? My sister and I loved duck growing up, so my grandpa would always be like, yeah, let's have a duck. Maybe only a couple years. My grandpa and uncle were like hunters. They would like hunt the duck. Mm. But I feel like that was not as many years as just buying a duck. Mm -hmm. I don't know where they... I feel like I don't see a duck in a store. I don't know. Oh, duck hunting? Yeah. I feel like they've been hunting a lot of places, but I don't know where. Yeah, I've never seen like a duck in a grocery store. Maybe it's a thing at Thanksgiving. I don't know. They would, I mean, they lived in a small town, like lots of fields around them. I'm sure they went hunting a lot of places. I can't believe she's taking a shower on camera. (laughs) Disgusting. Come here. Wow, this is such a good episode back. We've got, we've got our most popular guest <laughs> all these vacation stories it was good and anything else that you want to touch on with all that well i wanted to tell a story that i forgot okay but so like i said i think i got sick in vegas and then my second day of hiking is when i noticed it i mean i just guess it was vegas because i'm in the casinos and i'm at the music festival touching everything around a bunch of people mm-hmm. on our day first day of hiking or second day of hiking <laughs> We went to Angel's Landing, and I don't know. Have you heard of it at all? Mm, no. Um, Mark suggested it to us, so we did it. And when you see pictures online, it looks like a very skinny path with cliffs on both sides and a chain in the middle, and you, like, hold on to the chain as you hike. I think I have heard of this. Yes. And honestly, <laughs> I don't want to call him out, but Mark said that it doesn't. it's not as bad as it looks in the pictures. But I would beg to differ. <laughs> so, like, I kept telling Dan, he was more nervous probably at first than me. And I kept telling him, like, I mean, people have to go up and down this place. It's got to be, like, wider. It's got to be, like, safe. But, no, I think it's, like, the U.S. or the world's most dangerous hike. Maybe it's in the top five. I don't know. Whoa. And, like, 13. I don't remember the number. It was, like, 13 or 14 people have died since 2004 on it and i mean i think if you're safe you're safe that is what he told me is like if you do what you're supposed to and not make any stupid mistakes then you'll be fine and do you clip into the chain or do you just hold on you just hold on and so all right this is my second day being sick and i'm surprised so when i got up there i think i was a little out of it because i was still like just like it was hard to get up there, but like it was amazing up there. And I don't think it really hit me until I got back down to the bottom. And I was like, that was so cool. And while Dan was up there, he was mm-hmm. saying this. He was like awestruck. Like I could just tell, I could like feel or see the happiness in his mm-hmm. voice of being up there. And for me, I was just like dead. I was so tired from hiking yeah. up. But it was scary at some points. And I would say, I would say it looks dangerous. I would probably do it again, but not for a while. Like, I asked him that night. I was like, would you go again the next day? Would you do the same hike the next day? I wouldn't. And I think he would. So we kind of switched roles. Like, at first, I think he was hesitant to go. And now I'm the one hesitant to go back. (laughs) That was our favorite hike, though. So it's like I want to suggest it to you because it was the best view. Because it was like a 360 in the canyon. I don't know how to explain it. Like it sounds went, great. And, like, I, I think I have seen, like, pictures, pictures. of that hike because it does look nuts. Yeah. I don't do well with heights. Yep. Um, I would not suggest it for heights, people. Right. And so Dan's family was surprised he did it because I don't know if he has a little bit of a fear of heights, I guess. 
because he told me that too, but didn't really seem like as we were doing it. But yeah, maybe it helped him overcome it a little. I might be able to do it now because I, I confront my fear of heights when I go rock climbing. Oh, yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe I'd have enough like resilience against it to do the hike. Yep. But uh, I also think like relying on like the person's ability to like stay attached themselves to the chain as opposed to like yeah. equipment. It's yeah. like a different thing. And I think the chains are only like a portion. I want to say it's like half a mile of the hike, but they're also spread out between that half a mile. So there are like safe places between mm-hmm. the chains, which is good. And I think the chains just look I do now I'm going back to the other way. They look more intimidating than they are when you're doing them. It's still scary. And we went during a weekday and we left on the weekend and it was like packed during the weekend. I was like, I would never do that hike during the weekend because there'd be so many people up and down there. So I was really glad we did it during the week too. That was my one story that I wanted to share about Angel's Landing. It was great. Good story. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Um, before we wrap up the episode, uh, I think, so I was saying this earlier, but I think we should have a meeting about where we want the podcast to go. Yep. But I know that one of the, the things that, that we're going to try to roll out soon is Spotify, um, putting the podcast on Spotify. And I think we can probably do both audio and and a video plus audio version like we do on YouTube right now. I think that's what I've heard, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we're going to try the try to get that set up for everyone because I know a lot of people prefer doing their podcast stuff or listening to podcasts like through Spotify as opposed to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, a big part of that, I think, is when you like turn your phone screen off, YouTube stops, whereas Spotify yeah. keeps going. It's a nice feature. So, yeah, we're going to try to roll that out for, for all of y'all um, and, you know, hopefully be able to expand a bit with marketing and stuff as well. Uh, but, yeah, we'll be doing some 2022 planning soon. So please look forward to all the great things that come out of that. Uh, if you've got any things that you've been thinking about that you enjoy a lot in the podcast or don't enjoy uh about in the podcast you know let us know like the positive stuff and for the negative stuff you know keep your mouth shut (laughs) (laughs) no you can let us know that too um we appreciate all the feedback that we've gotten so far yes want to make it better Mm -hmm. every day (laughs) yeah every single day yes yeah thanks everyone it was good to be back yeah it feels great being back (laughs) see you later bye